get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, Get into Dobbs. Here is the 2-2 and Corey Sons at the center and deep. courtesy of the Brewers Radio Network. That was game six of the 2011 NLCS. And right now we are joined by the man himself, Corey Hart, former Brewers outfielder via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Corey, as you hear that replay coming back in, what comes to mind about that moment for you? I don't know, man. It was fun. How about that? (laughs) For sure. No, it was. Uh, What was... When you look back on the 2011 NLCS, is there anything in particular that um, you remember about that series between the Brewers and the Cardinals? Well, I mean, no, they were just. I think the Cardinals were a little different that in the playoffs and they were during the season. I think they got hot, you know, late, and we kind of knew that they were going to be a huge issue. And you know, we were still that younger group that wasn't super experienced in the playoffs that we knew it was going to be a, a dog fight. And they came out and again, they were just, it was a different team we faced in the playoffs than we did during the season. Being a part of that younger group, Corey, I'm curious. I mean, yes, it was young, but it also was a group of guys that you could see were, were destined for success. When you think about Ryan Braun and Prince Fielder and then yourself, I mean, could you tell that there was going to be a lot of winning in the future for the Brewers with that group? Yeah, we thought so. I think from most of us were together from I like, guess six to you know, I think 13 at least. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we for us it was just fun. But, I mean, again, our division was pretty pretty tough. So we learned quick that the Cardinals were a, a team that was going to be the issue and that we had to find a way to beat them. But they just kept getting guys. I mean, Wainwright and Yachty were there the whole time. So it was those two kind of never seemed to go away. We always seemed to find, they always seemed to find a way to beat us. The guy that really kind of came onto the scene that postseason, Corey, was at least on the St. Louis side, was David Freeze. And I mean, we look back on the World Series, certainly, but also in the NLCS against the Brewers. Were you ever like, who who is this bleeping guy? This David Freeze who's on the other side of things? Like we knew you knew going in Pools and Berkman and Holiday, but then David Freeze is the guy that's going off. Did you ever think to yourself, like, how is this guy doing this? No, I mean, yeah, we, you know, some guys just, they 
things click at the right time. And I mean, he he was one of the guys that we thought he was a super nice guy. So if anybody's gonna go off, it was it was nice that it was a nice guy. But uh, for him, he was just he's a good, he was such a good player and such a kind of a compact, like no emotional kind of guy. So it wasn't a surprise. I mean, it was actually one of those things where you try to get make sure the other guys don't beat you. And then, of course, we made sure they didn't beat us, but Freeze went crazy, and so it's kind of, it's kind of hard to, to plan for that kind of thing. Corey, did you feel like that that was a rivalry budding between the Brewers and the Cardinals, not just in 2011, but building up to 2011, the years before? Yeah, there's always seemed to be a little bit of emotion between the two. And uh, so I think we kind of treated it just, just the same as the Cubs series with us. You know, the Cubs, I think the fans were huge with, you know, Milwaukee and Chicago fans, but I think the players itself, we almost thought it was a better rival between us and the Cardinals. Former Brewers outfielder Corey Hart joining us here on 101 ESPN up for another couple of minutes. Uh, Corey, I could listen to Zach Grinke stories all day long, and you got to spend that 2011 (laughs) season with him. When you think back to your time with Zach, whether it be when you first met him or just something that happened over the course of the season, do you have any good Grinke stories from that year? Yeah, man, he he was an interesting dude. But uh, I guess one of the better ones, we were in New York, or New York, we were in L.A., and the clubhouse is, you know, over. And we all get there, and we're trying to, you know, we're doing our thing. We're like, where the hell's Zach at? We could nobody could find Zach. And he was in a, he turned, he had, like, found a cubby hole in behind the lockers. And he was literally, he got there at, like, 12, and he was in the lockers, like, hiding the lockers from, like, 12 to right before batting practice, playing video games on his computer. Was he just like the biggest video game guy in the world? Because we we heard the same thing uh, the other day from another Brewers interview that we did. Uh, I think it was Casey, Casey McGee yeah. said the first time he met Zach Grinke, he was telling him for an hour about World of Warcraft. And then he like quizzed Casey <laughs> an hour later. And Casey was like, listen, dude, I, I don't care about World of Warcraft. And Zach, apparently, according to Casey, didn't talk to him for the next three weeks, despite the fact that their lockers were right next to one another. <laughs> Uh, sounds, sounds about right. Dude. Well, then another thing we were playing, uh, like the, the Chinese uh, ping pong team came in town. They're like the, the national team. You know, me and a few of us were pretty good at ping pong, so they wanted to set it up and play a couple games. So, like me and <clears throat> John Axford were pretty good. So we played. You know, I think we scored. It was like, I think I scored seven. I think Axe scored four. And Zach, is, Zach got it. I thought he was going to be really good. So he got down like seven nothing, and they like threw his. And we're, now these are like women, like the women's Chinese team, and he like throws his paddle at the chick. I mean, like in her, in her direction. He, he, of course, he missed missed her, but he like went in the went in like the locker and broke, and he like ran off. <laughs> That's like, incredible. <laughs> The, the dude is what I love about Grinky is it seems like he he's a different kind of cat, right? But everybody seems to love Zach Grinky. Was that your experience with him as well? Yeah, he's a good dude. I mean, he's he's just very interesting. He's very he's very very unique, but at the same time, he's, he's a good teammate. And, you know, he's, fun, he's actually fun to be around because you never know what's going to happen with him. Corey Hart's joining us here on 101 ESPN, former Brewers outfielder, two-time All-Star as well. Corey, I wanted to ask you about Albert Pujols and your experiences going up against him over the years between the Milwaukee and uh, Cardinals series because he, the news last week was that he's been DFA'd by the Angels. 
Is there any moment, any memory that you have of Pujols in those series that you guys had against one another that immediately comes to mind for you? Yeah, I mean, I think it was, I'm not sure what year it was, but me and him both were, were struggling. I think we both were hitting like 150 or 160, like deep into April. And uh, I get on first, we were playing, we played in the Cardinals at, in St. Louis. And he was like, kind of panicking. He's like, man, I just don't understand what's going on. This sucks. I'm having such a bad year. I'm like, dude, you're going to hit a 300 and a 30, so shut up. <laughs> you know, I'm trying, not, I'm trying not to get released. And, uh, of course, he, he ended up hitting like three. He, he killed it. And I think I ended up doing okay. But he was just, it was just funny, like a guy like that that had only been successful to kind of like, he was a worry for a second. I'm like, dude, of course, he ended up having an amazing year. So, I should have I got, like, a present for telling him it was going to be good. <laughs> yeah, you were the reason that he got things he back turned on it around because of Corey right. Hart. Is he the best player or best hitter? Let, let's go with that side of things. Is he the best hitter that, in your experience in the big leagues, you got to go up against? Yeah, for, without a doubt. I mean, I played, um, you know, I was there towards the end of Bond's career and, and his, Griffey's career, and then, you know, early on, as, as good as Trout was, but those 10 years – in St. Louis or how many years he had there. I mean, he was just, his numbers were so good and he was such a threat. It sucked playing against him because like if he was, he just seemed to always come up in big situations. You know, he had that, and he just, he always got it done, especially against us. So that sucks. <laughs> but he was, his, he was, he was so good. He's definitely the best hitter I faced ever coming up to the system, but coming up to the big leagues. Corey, final question that I've got for you. How much of the Brewers this year have you been able to watch? Are you are you, are you still paying attention to the team this season? Yeah, I pretty I, more than my wife wants. I think I, if it's on, I'm, if it's on, and I'm home, I'm watching it. I would have. I say what I have every I have every sport channel, so I pretty much watch every game if I'm home. <laughs> what uh what what's impressed you about this team so far as the Cardinals are taking on the Brewers this week? Uh I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess the biggest thing is that they've been able to still be pretty successful with the injuries they've had. I mean, they've been they've been banged up so so fast and pretty much all season and they still find a way to, you know, to hover above 500 and I mean, their bullpen has been pretty strong and kind of withholding but I mean, the, the starters have seemed that, I don't know, it's one of those things where everybody kind of seems to have a, a decent role to keep them afloat. So hopefully, you know, by the time Yelich gets back and they're, they already got opinion back, but the other guy comes back, it's it could be a, a good system if uh, everything works. Of course, we need Burns to get back because he was on an amazing role. But once they get healthy, they just got to get healthy. But for the most part, if they can stay, whether I'm, you know, Stay about 500 for as long as they can without those guys. It could end up being a pretty good year for them. Absolutely. It's going to be a fun season to watch these two teams go against one another. Corey, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. All the best to you and the family. We'll talk with you again uh, later down the road. All right. Thanks, man. Thank Absolutely.